When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Yo, what's up, guys? We're hey. live. Hello. This is a one-of-a-kind <laughs> podcast, Jake. Hey, yeah, guys, um, we're not, we, we haven't started recording yet, or have we? Oh, we're recording everything. Never mind. Guys, um... We're 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 doing something very special today. Not only are we doing our classic Patreon live stream, but we're also including I'm not even this is the best part. This is only the second thing. We're also including everyone who supports us at the three dollar tier on Patreon now officially. And we're also doing a Patreon live stream guest hangout podcast that's right that's right we got jake we got sam we got nick we got scott we got a computer screen full of our lovely patrons so everyone who is in this patreon chat you guys not only are you going to be part of this wonderful monthly conversation that we have with you guys but we're also going to be recording this and turning your questions into a podcast because we figured a lot of the things that we talk about on here we get asked about a lot and we figured hey you know what would be better is if we sat down with our beautiful patrons in an exclusive patreon only live stream hangout environment where they spoke with us and we spoke with them like podcasts do and then we then recorded that and distributed out to the world later on our youtube channels and anywhere podcasts are found (laughs) perfect (laughs) um so that's what we're doing here today uh, the croutons, the truest of the croutons, and the crudest of the croutons are here. And okay. so, guys, guys, everyone in the chat, uh, I think this is the first time that the internet's ever going to see a podcast with, um, I don't know how many people are in here, but record number, yeah, it should be like, a, ever. the title of this video should be like 200 person guest yeah. podcast. Fifty guests plus four, plus four, fifty-four person podcast. Credit. That's a big credit rail. <laughs> well, before we get any further, yeah. I think uh, Scott, you should introduce yourself here because you are uh, one of the most special guests we've had on the podcast. Yeah, Scott, tell us about yourself. Who are and you? Why you're here? By the accent, some people may tell I am British, um, and I'm the guy that helped build the Watch Corridor website. Yeah. Right, kind of a big deal. Mm-hmm. Very special to he didn't, all, all the patrons. He didn't know he well. was going to be on this hangout or this podcast until 15 minutes ago. Woo! And oh, we were like, wow. hey, surprise! Uh, you're here. You should join us for yeah, this because another thing we're doing today 
there's a bunch of people on here from the three dollar tier who were not on the last Patreon live stream hangout because they weren't at the $5 tier. And if you guys have been poking around on our Patreon page, you may have noticed in the $5 tier, there's something in there. It says, what is this? What is this website membership? What is this? Well, guess what? Uh, For everyone at the $3 tier and everyone now listening to this podcast, that's right. We've gone and done it. We took YouTube, we took Patreon, and we combined it into our own website, our own members-only website. Yeah. Now, not only do you guys get everything that we do on YouTube ad-free, but we're also going to be doing site-only shows on our website. That's we're going to awesome. be bringing back the vlog, first and foremost. Yep. We've been... We Actually, we had a good vlog idea the other day. I have multiple. What, 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 what was it? Uh, learning how to whistle. Yeah, learning how to whistle in, in a half hour. Yeah. The American Gothic farmhouse whistle. You're like, hey, yeah. Come in, come in from the back 40. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. My dad used to have that whistle. Yeah. Yeah. Right. The birds I feel, are going I feel, feel like this could be turned into another Ren's mod where he actually just puts it on a drone and then just goes <laughs> just around goes whistling. Around. Goes around and people to are rural going, neighborhoods where? whistling hey, at children. Hey. <laughs> yeah, a, yeah. a little drone will just come, come on, come on. He has, only, fly. He has only boys. <laughs> and there's like 12 of them and they're out in a field somewhere lighting off rockets. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he, he flies a drone up and he's like... <laughs> and he go, bats <gasps> out and they're like, oh, dad says come home. He oh, takes off. Oh no, <laughs> Nick! Ah! What's with that? Maybe. Um. Yeah. So. So. Anyways. Um. For those of you who are listening to this podcast, we talked about it. Uh. Two months ago or a month ago, how we were going to do this. And now it's finally live. Uh, We're beta testing it right now. So if you guys go to watchcorridor.com, you can join our beta website launch, which means that that, uh, we will take your input, Scott and I and Griffin, and implement it into the site. Now we're going to be coming up with a uh, continue watching feed. We're going to be doing a um, recommended feed, hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully. Yep. It's- yep. It's actually ready. I just need to push the button to make it go live. Oh, it is? Yeah. Can you tell a little bit? Because we we have all these platforms, right? Now these days, we've got Hulu. We've got Netflix. We've got Amazon. We've got YouTube. And there's it's it's almost like a given that there's a recommended for you tab or yeah. recommended. Little did I realize, not being the computer science master myself, <laughs> that there's actually a ton of science that goes into these. So can you explain a little bit about like what these things are and like what you have to do to, to build them? Yeah, um, I mean, for the most part, and the th- this word gets thrown around a lot, is again, it goes back to AI. So, I mean, there are people that are far more intelligent than I am, um, but effectively... 
we take all of your sort of data points on usage of the website, whether you've um, you know clicked and viewed a video, whether that's actually like a full playback or just actually previewing it. Um, and we chuck all of that into some algorithms and we then train on that data. Um, and effectively that then feeds back and each person that used the website gets a profile. So, um, and then we have some an anonymous of- profile. It, it is. Yes, it is. It is all anonymous. Yes. yes. Um, yeah. So an anonymous profile and effectively when you then go to the, the homepage of the website, we then have a recommended for you and it's going to take all of that information and, and build up a, a list of, of videos that are, that's in the catalog, um, the ones that it believes is most relevant to you, and it's going to return those to you. Um, hopefully, the more you use the website, the more data we get on you, and then the more relevant your results will be. Um, so how do you prevent people from becoming extremists with algorithms like that? That's always the question when it comes to recommended feeds. You're turning people into extremists. They're only watching the things that they want to hear. What do you do? Um, what can be done? My understanding is that most people that are using Watch Corridor are probably already extremists. So, Extreme you know, in for a penny, in for a pound. Extreme yeah. trutons. trutons. Or as somebody said earlier, the Corridorians. Uh, Christian, are we okay technically? Yeah, or Okay. Do we want to go back and answer some, some, uh, some initial um, insights, questions, um, and what have yous? Gonna get, just going to throw out a quick thing what's happening here technical standpoint yeah the audio input mixer that is recording all the microphones is only able to output two channels to the pc um so uh, you guys i think might be being picked up as background for the podcast but for the podcast or sorry for the for the for the live stream for the podcast we're all being recorded though okay um unless yeah just talk extra loud well here's another thing we're doing right now we're we're effectively live podcasting for the first time ever um so man you know i wish i was a corridor patron <laughs> like because wait you're not i mean i am uh, well what i would just i subscribed oh yeah. no, <laughs> my bad the thing, we've done so many cool things this month we've dropped we dropped the live hangout down to the three dollar tier we're doing a live podcast for the first time we dropped a website membership yeah that's all stuff that we've been talking about doing for like three years yeah that we've actually done this month yeah, and last month it's super cool. Well, I'm I'm just really curious to see uh, how uh, the website changes what we do yes. in the studio. That, that's a really huge thing. Um, mostly yeah, just because no. we were talking about this last week on the or last month on the live stream, but you know the idea of a lot of the content we make right now is very much suited to be put on YouTube, mm-hmm. and uh, it's tailored towards that ecosystem and that algorithm, which is basically just how many people can you get to click on this video? And, and now generally when you're making content, that's a really good line of thinking. How do you make stuff popular? Good, good train of thought. Yeah. But at the same time, um, you know, it doesn't, it, it doesn't necessarily reward uh, like loyal audiences, so mm. to speak of people who are really passionate about a certain piece of content or things like that. Sometimes you then have to pass it up for other opportunities because the view count isn't, you know, kind of up to par. The ecosystem doesn't monetize certain types of content. Yeah, exactly. Where other ecosystems do. And I've, and I, I'd like to answer this because we've been getting a lot of questions, legitimate questions from friends, from fans, from other people that we've been working with, 
asking us why why are you guys trying to do your own website members mm-hmm. legitimately why why are you trying to do this there's youtube there's all these other social media platforms there's floatplane there's people and companies that have tried to do their own website subscription platform and failed time and again why are you doing this and i'd like to answer that because i think it's legitimately the first question that you should ask it's the first question that we should understand and the thing about what we're doing is we're not doing it like everybody else. just like we've done with corridor we're not doing it like everybody else and i don't just mean like hey our content is special no i mean like the actual fabric of what we're doing is different than the way that traditional subscription services are set up and built this subscription service grows as its audience grows it's not something where we took on and this is something we should talk about the, mm. the previous cost of what it co- used to cost to build these things, but we can get into that in a second. But previously, if you were going to go out and start a subscription SVOD, right? Subscription video on demand service. You had to go out, you had to get a bunch of venture capitalists together. You had to license a bunch of content from studios, what have you. You had to get all that together and then build this platform <clears throat> and then all of a sudden be like, okay, guys go we've got two million dollars we're burning x amount of money per month and we need to get x amount of subscribers in order to become profitable by x date but the thing that we've done with this site through scott's incredible talents has been the patreon support that we're receiving is currently paying for the cost of the site itself now obviously we don't want the site to just be our patrons, even though you guys are, well, the best. What we want is as this, as people learn about this and as people start to use it, the $3.99 that is paid or the $5 that's paid, you get special, special things on Patreon. That money now all of a sudden creates an ecosystem that supports content that otherwise wouldn't be, yeah. we wouldn't have an ecosystem available to produce. And so it's not a question of, well, if we don't get X amount of subscribers after X amount of time, the thing fails. It's a question of, because like previous sites have done, which is why they've failed. Um, if, it, if we have 5,000 people on this thing, then we'll make the type of content that supports that, um, that ecosystem. Yeah. If we have 50,000, well, guess what? We can make bigger shows. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and it scales up and down from this point right now because it's already breaking even. And so the question of like, well, why are you guys doing this? It's twofold. Number one, we want another outlet other than YouTube. And we don't, and I'm not talking about Facebook and Instagram and those are great, right? But like, they're owned, operated, and brand guidelined, and ad revenue taken, and e- ecosystem supported by these other huge companies. You don't necessarily just want to run off and go, okay, here. Yeah. Right. 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 If you guys are interested in a website, consider heading on over to squarespace.com. 
no um that's but that's literally like half my half of my talent contribution now to the corridor crew channel if not more probably 100 percent at this point (laughs) is being the fucking brand guy and don't get me wrong i love it yeah it's fun to like it's like oh jake your life's so hard you got to get up every day and go in front of an audience of a million people and speak oh i'm sorry you know but like yeah i'm not gonna bitch about it it's fucking awesome but like at the same time maybe we don't have to do that you know it's always a a pleasure coming up with funny brand deals it is is it's actually like one of the highlights yeah and people really like them and thank you guys for like always being um vocal in the comments when our integrations weren't good because it made us better at them but i think so two things before we get into like the costs of mm. like how to build one of these things um and why why it's different now actually maybe we should answer that question now just briefly like we were just having this conversation all, all of a sudden being able to build and scale a global platform is different than it has ever existed in the previous history of the internet why uh in short amazon really yeah so the you know and and cloud are two words that always get thrown around yeah so even as you know as little as six years ago which in technology is actually almost 10 times that it's a, it's a whole generation several generations but um you know if you look back at those early days amazon had a problem which is that you know they used to buy tons of servers and that would surface let's say 10,000 people per hour um the problem that they had is that christmas would come along suddenly they need to surface you know to serve 60,000 people right so they'd buy all the servers to look after 60,000 people um and some genius over at amazon said hey well we need to have 60,000 servers but for most of the year 50,000 of them aren't doing anything so they made amazon web services um and what that has allowed people like us to do is uh, basically use super low cost servers that are on demand yeah. or reserved for a year or longer um and and we can you know just turn them off turn you know turn them on turn them off right. whereas previously we had to do what amazon were doing which is buy servers. three four five servers you know for you know usually wow. a year long contract um each server is going to be costing you you know they could be six seven hundred dollars pounds per month that's quite a commitment and yeah. then you know it's actually one of the interesting things is on the, the last live stream that we did is somebody said hey jake how many people does this support and you're like oh it's about two three thousand well yeah the, the answer is actually because we use amazon we can actually scale like we automatically scale yeah so theoretically we could be dealing with ten thousand people using the site simultaneously and and it will support that you know if if 10,000 people will lock, you know, sign in all at the same time, might cause a little bit of a problem. Yeah. Please don't all sign in 10,000 people. No, do it. We will get do there. It. If we get to that problem, I will be clapping my hands and shaking hands and buying, <laughs> buying you a nice bottle of wine. Oh, that would be nice. Very nice. <laughs> a couple, uh, of bottles so of wine. couple of bottles of wine. A couple of bottles of wine. Just yeah. a couple. Um, okay. Case. But yeah, it's, it's, it's allowed, you know, Small companies like mine to come in and help you guys and, and other people to, you know, at a low cost, start up a solution, you know, get a feel for it. So we've been able to 
launched to 200 patreons 200 plus yeah um and then hopefully after this you know, cast video and further announcements on patreon another 2000 scale yeah. and then you know and then in, in sort of a month two months time go to the wider audience yeah and you know and, and our costs are scaling with our user base so it really makes it feasible that's that's what i'm saying it's like you add in the the technology that's available with the approach to the site mm. and all of a sudden this thing that was cumbersome and shut down all these joint venture ventures previously and was impossible to do now all of a sudden becomes feasible yeah which is great also i'd like to point out it sounds like it's not just amazon it sounds like jesus is actually the reason why <laughs> this is possible because christmas created the supply and then <laughs> christmas comes from jesus i'm just saying hey wow. what do you know how, how do you argue with that logic <laughs> um all right let's go uh to the patrons here and um i first think we should just go through and guys if you were at the five dollar tier or are at the five dollar tier and you've been using the site first and foremost hit us up let us know in the comments of the live stream what you thought what we can do better what you know just 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 ema right now i already saw one uh which was that little demand to get the uploads mm. youtube yes. and the site a little closely a little more closely synced so this problem um we have an uploader um but it failed it failed last night um and it was working and it could just be something got turned off or whatever but we have a we have a scheduler on the videos and when the videos go up uh we I upload them at the same time. I upload them to YouTube, and then I set the time that they go live. And I've been setting the ones on the site to go live two to three hours before YouTube. Oh, cool. Um, but And then what's supposed to happen is that the uh, as the time in actual space time passes the time in the scheduler, the video automatically publishes. But this this feature seems to be sometimes working and sometimes not. Do you know why that would be? Is it just... We're working on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, fundamentally, it's uh, you know, I think it's one of those things where we've spent a lot of time really focusing on getting a good, high quality website applications. Um, you know, we've been uploading videos. I mean, Christian's effort on that front has been incredible. I mean, he's done the entire back catalog of everything. Um, and then suddenly we rolled into the sort of the the beta period and the live period and. Now we're coming across the teething issues of, you know, getting our videos in sync with YouTube and maybe even before YouTube. So, um, yeah, definitely want them to be before YouTube. Yeah. But only by a few hours. I don't yeah, think no, it's think realistic to at this point to like try to do. Yeah. Day so before. it's yeah. it's definitely something that we're going to work on. I mean, my hope and plan is to commit a lot more time to this over the next couple of weeks, um, certainly so that in the next two or three weeks we'll we'll be where we need to be um so yes appreciate the feedback and you know we are we we are working on it so yeah long story long story short we are gonna the plan is to continually upload uh to the website a few hours prior to youtube and obviously then we're also going to be having uh, site only vlogs that are going to be starting on the site probably Mm -hmm. when the site goes public Full public, 
as yeah. in like not just the truest of the croutons or the croutons who are the podcasters and the croutons who are the patreoners mm-hmm. no not just you guys announce it on quarter crew and we announce it um dude i mean globally we'll, we should make a whole video about this on quarter crew and really yeah. like you know i'm really excited to bring back the vlog or whatever mm. that will turn into yeah, whoever and, is going to be the showrunner yeah i mean yeah i mean that's what brought me be, here yeah well more more information <laughs> on that next week <laughs> maybe i mean well actually we yeah we should say, just let's throw this out there okay quick. um you know how we did a we're hiring video when Carmichael left? Yeah, we're going to be doing part two of we'll that. We're doing part so two. Keep yeah. an eye out so on if the you channel. guys are editors, computer editors out there, yep. and you want to be the person who brings the vlog back yep. on the see, site. See Mike too. Yeah. Mike too. We, uh, we need someone to do that because everyone is at full capacity right now. It's really hard yeah, to, in a good you way. know. Yeah, no, yeah, in the best yeah. way. The best way. But be able to capture and like really tell the story of the day to day here is something that needs someone dedicated. And also, like, I don't know, have you thought of any other like types of exclusive content we could do for this? Like, well, there's the um, we kind of experimented this with this actually with the last AI dungeon video. Mm-hmm. Um, but the idea would be like a D and D style series. That'd be cool. That's supported by a live action interpretation of what's happening in the game basically what we did with ai dungeon but a little bit more behind it yeah in terms of story and production interesting yeah funny what about we've been throwing around the idea of doing like these these uh this isn't a brand segment but skill shares around the studio you know kind of have like you know if any member of the crew has something that they're they want to kind of share exactly skill studies I mean, that could be a viable video format. Like, just have people kind of sit yes. down for 10 minutes, talk to the camera about, you know, something. That could be a really techniques. valuable format. Again, perfect example of a type of format that doesn't yes. work that well on YouTube. Some people have made success at it. Like, that's how Peter McKinnon started. Yeah. It was like yeah. photo tutorial stuff. But by and large, that stuff doesn't give you what youtube likes which is like a recurring regular audience that's there to watch you and your show rather than like hey i'm just here for the tutorials man stop talking about your dog you know <laughs> yeah like that that's a different type of audience and and when you're doing tutorials yeah that's the type of audience that you bring in is the how tours who are just yeah. passing through and we have the opposite problem i think on our channel is like yeah we put out a tutorial and people are like why are you doing that yeah i don't want this so a youtube so again, that's a perfect example of something that should go on the site rather than on YouTube. And mm-hmm. then if people really find that valuable, three ninety nine, yeah. you sign up for a month, watch all the videos, you turn it off. I guess a big problem you have on YouTube is that Corridor Crew is such a wide ranging set of things, which is I guess when you explained why, you know, you guys having Node now means yeah. that you can take what was previously fun and games on crew and yeah. move it across whereas the website now gives you that capability to go hey here are all the, the individual channels without creating the guillotine channel and the cast channel and you know yeah. you could end up with 10 15 channels and a diminished subscriber base or you know that where everybody has to go through and subscribe to everything whereas with the website you know maybe we can even look at a, a notification feature where mm. people can 
can get app notifications for each individual channel or something so it's it is more direct if you want those or you know it's that's just yeah that's it, interesting. it helps yeah. share the yeah. that, can, that load we just need to ask you guys can tell us i saw somebody asking about uh if there's going to be apps for the site apps are ready they're ready we we sort of yeah. didn't quite get through all of the the app store approvals uh for the last uh live stream so the links are available in the menu on the website we have both ios and android yeah. um i also saw somebody ask about uh maybe even chromecast and apple tv those are also being worked on yeah, we have we're... a long list of features um a lot of which have been suggested by by the various people that have emailed in um which again there's a, a link where you can send us a message provide feedback um which has been tremendous um actually i wish i had a list of all the people i could shout out for you know providing you know really good feedback um you know they've gone through the various steps of issues um it's it's been really fantastic sweet thank you alex just installed the google play version works great yep i also have the google play version i'm a droid guy everybody like the the only one in the office it was like hey have you tested this and everybody's like, you nope, download the iOS iPhones. Um, what other questions or comments did we get on the website? Let's see here. Okay. What's Don't the main method we're going to be using to drive yeah, traffic to the site? The main right method now. we're going to be using to drive traffic to the site is um, is YouTube. Uh, we have an audience, uh, obviously across, uh, it's probably how you found us. It's probably on YouTube, sweet skipping. Um, uh, you know, we've got the podcast here. We've got the crew channel. We've got node. We've got the corridor channel. Um, we can use all those to tell the audience that, Hey, if you guys like these videos, um, you can find more of this right over here. Um, and, uh, Again, I don't expect everybody to subscribe. I'm not trying to get everybody in the world or everybody even in our audience to to buy into this thing. I, I just want the people that care about it and want more to get that and to have it scale in a way that doesn't like open us up to like obvious gaps yeah. for failure. Just those trutons, man. It's, it's, a, it's a sanctuary for the trutons. It really is. It really is. We should have a whole like entry platform, <laughs> yeah, like a little gate, like, like, a little gate opens. Yeah. Actually, Welcome, trutons. You've you've already got all the filters from you know one of the videos the other day you had it in the, yeah could use the vape gun yeah we should have Sam oh, and go. Nico it just like, says "Welcome home." We should have Sam and Nico home. green screen uh, as elements when you little cherubs. There. Yeah, what? little cherubs. You should like. <laughs> Green screen Click across here to enter. Yeah. Green green screen across the double doors and just get them on a rope and just yeah. lower them from the balcony. Cherub Sam want to make Perfect. that. <laughs> Been a long-standing goal, Cherub Sam. <laughs> as well as samgorski.com. That's that, our next endeavor. It's all websites. intertwined, I think. Right. Can we have a secret link in the website, like something where it takes you to samgorski.com? Yeah. Like, Short answer is Keep yes. an eye out. It might be out there right now. (laughs) Are you going to upload live streams to the site for those that miss them? Um, Yeah, actually, I think that's a good idea that I didn't think about doing until literally right now when I read that sentence. Well, you did, but like six months ago. Oh, okay. So, yes. Oh, that's right. 
because we did the live feature. Yeah, that's right. Oh man, we'll have to sort that out for the next one. Yeah, well, eventually we want to start using the live the live feature on the website for these uh, hangouts. Oh, cool. But um, yeah, long story short, uh, hey Wolf, we are going to be uploading the live streams to the site for those. I think Pete Suarez has a very good point here. Uh, I second that motion. Addition to add a little Adobe <laughs> custom mouse cursor. We, just a little pool cue. Oh my god! Yeah. Sharpened pool he's got, cue. He's got <laughs> his little trident. What does Adobe carry? I think a sharpened broken pool cue. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right? Or yeah, he rides an Nimbus. Technically a spear. I thought oh, he rides a Nimbus. I thought he had a. I thought he had a trident. Gets more grandiose. Well, I, 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 have some, I think he had a t-shirt or something or a yeah, cap yeah. with a trident. Yeah, he had a little yeah. trident. I, I have put in the request to, to Griffin, who's been doing a lot of the design work, an amazing job as well, to design a Adobe 404 landing page. Oh, so. oh there we go. That's, yeah. The, yeah. that's the perfect use. Yeah. Like once a week, it'll just be there. Adobe <laughs> days. We'll just, we'll just throw random errors <laughs> and, and Adobe one. Adobe days. Swing on by. <laughs> For Adobe. Adobe. Oh, minute. yeah. <laughs> where the site's just broken for a minute yeah. yeah or if it's ever buffering he just comes along and goes <laughs>, <laughs>, laughs in your face jake speaking of uh site features did you uh did griffin show you that elevator pitch thing because i think elevator pitch oh he did the, i didn't uh, have a chance to look at it yet so i mean i, I don't know if you want to i mean i don't know all about this so maybe yeah. if you can explain more but like i heard there's going to be the ability or like the crew members to kind of pitch their ideas to the website. The project members. feature. Yeah, yeah, projects. Yeah. This is another thing that we haven't rolled out yet in the beta that uh, Griffin and Scott <laughs> are working on currently that we're going to get ready for public launch. But um, basically, you pay three ninety nine for this site or $5 if you're on Patreon um, because you get cooler stuff. And what we do is we take that money and we turn that into points and then we say, hey, how much does it cost to do a D&D show with live action content? Oh, it costs about this much. Okay. Well, then we need X amount of points to contribute to that project in order for that project to be greenlit. Mm. And if enough people that use the site contribute their points to that project, we will make that project. That's cool. So we're going to put out projects that, like, obviously projects that we want to make because we're making them. Yeah. Um, but basically, whichever ones get greenlit through the members are the ones that will do. That's very cool, man. That's another thing that it's is like... different about this site than it's like got a got a little bit of a Kickstarter-like mm. element in mm -hmm. there, but really for... Well, it lets the fans like actually choose what they want to watch for real, like more than a Patreon poll of right. what, what should we react to next, you right. know? Like, Which is great. This is like, but this no, it is. is, this but is the... It's like tangible. Your money can actually... This is the adult version make of our that. content yeah, yeah. Um, it's awesome the grown version what All is grown. the corridor end game theatrical film tv series or more bigger sorry can you go back to that maybe something else um this is it yeah right? i mean <clears throat> i think we're we're kind of good with not being part of the traditional film industry because basically just a bunch of like blowing smoke up each other's butts so to speak <laughs> seriously though it's 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 a huge giant web of executives and i think we've found a way to make things yeah outside of that and the yeah. end game is continuing to 
make cool things outside of that system and at whatever scales you know yeah let me let me soften the blow for those of you who might be in the traditional industry on that and expand upon that because basically there's a lot of good things that have come from obvious um on a good thing but star wars it, I guess. yeah <laughs> star wars <laughs> um, but it has its own it has its own way of doing things and there are some people who are extremely efficient at understanding that system and being effective in that system Adi Shankar, uh, a bunch of other people that we know. But for what we do and the types of videos that we like to make, that system isn't idyllic for us. And so we've gone off into this other tangent, doing what we want, doing the videos that we love. Obviously, the one thing that digital media up to this point has limited is the dollar spend per minute on content. Now, with something like the site, or thinking about things a little bit outside of the box, there are avenues as the digital media industry and the digital media platforms begin to solidify and create true ecosystems that people can participate in. The avenues for thinking outside of that box to bring in more more dollars per minute begin to open. And over time, we're going to continue to see that happening. Um, and quite frankly, the goal is just to ride that wave and to continue to expand creatively into whatever types of ideas we like and whatever types of ideas the dollars will support. So I guess this is my question for Sam then is because something like Lifeline, you know, there's kind of, I mean, I enjoyed it. I know a lot of people did as well. You guys don't always look at it in the best of light. Do you feel like if that had been, you know, a watch corridor project that it could have been different? And like, how do you measure the success and failure of a corridor video? Well, so that's, yeah, it's kind of like two questions. Yeah. I guess. yeah. So like the, the measure of success it, right now is on, on YouTube. Ultimately it is views because mm. that's where we've been posting all the videos for the last 10 years. So, so that's really the main judgments. Like, what's the response? How many people are watching this? Is this catching on? Great example: those Boston Dynamics videos. Those happen to be a great, like, middle, like, you know, intersection of here's an idea we're really passionate about, and a lot of people liked watching it, yeah, uh, or liked slash disliked watching it. Regardless, they they watched it. Yeah. Um, so there's 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 that element um, with the website. The measure of success changes certainly mm. because we can go after a you know, a different audience, so to speak. The, the net doesn't have to be as wide necessarily, uh, for for better or for worse. But so we'll see what that changes. Um, and then the first question was like the well, the, ex- the experience. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean, well, I mean, like r- really, it just it started really just at the beginning, which is like it, it was it was a challenge because it was just simply it's the, the total opposite style of what we do on the day to day. You know, you don't. It's it's weird because you know they're like oh. You guys are like filmmakers and have a YouTube channel, and this audio, we'll, we'll we'll make a series that gets posted on your YouTube channel. And the the really the main issue was just right from the beginning. You know, Nico and myself, we shoot a lot of this stuff ourselves. Yeah. You know, we have, there's a very hands on approach. We're used to the smaller team element, and we kind of thrive in that. And so immediately, that whole trajectory of like a smooth production was thrown off when basically we were thrust into the world of 
you know, the Hollywood industry and the film unions. And like one of the first orders that we got on the project was that we literally could not touch a camera <laughs> or else someone would get fined or the union would like strike yeah, basically. But- so, so like that now that set off like kind of a chain of events that eventually made it. So I practically was like lethargic on, on the set <laughs> mm. the entire time. Cause it's like, there's literally nothing I can do here except like talk to actors every once in a while. And I still have like two or three like executives from the YouTube side or like the production company side who are like trying to like change things constantly. And it's just, like, it's like not only do you have less control because you're less involved with it, but you have less control because there's now another dozen people who are actively making decisions above your head about the project that you have no control over. Mm-hmm. So you, you have a lack of control on all sides. And so, so, so those projects end up like now that I see it from that perspective, it's like the success of big projects are, are really just the sum of the team that's working on it. Can all these people can, yeah. can, can 12 decision makers work together rather than like at our studio, which is for project can two or three decision makers work. So, right. Um, and the, the other yeah. problem with lifeline, um, we were thankful for the experience and yeah. it was great. Like, understanding more about a television environment because that was that was stock that, that was youtube <laughs> basically going we have no idea what we're doing we're going to we want content so how do we get content well there's this whole blueprint from the te- television industry <clears throat> yeah. that we can just copy they literally just copied that mm-hmm. and and that was kind of weird because they're you know they're taking a format that exists elsewhere and going Hey, we're gonna make, put it on a YouTube channel now. It's like, well, that's why that's place, why YouTube so. got rid of YouTube uh, Red. Yeah, yeah because like, they were applying a TV format no, to none a of the platform shows, that didn't support it. None of the shows did well. You know, they were like, this isn't going anywhere. Like, this is this group of people isn't functioning right now. So yeah, because it's a plat, it's a system. It's not like when TV was invented. A bunch of producers from the film industry sat around and went, okay, guys, how do we apply film onto television? They yeah. were like, hey, what is this medium? Oh, you can do this with it? You can do this with it? Oh, uh, okay. Well, like, the, what first we television, to sh- the first television was, was basically just visual radio. Right. You know? Like, <laughs> yeah. And, and so, so, like, the whole, like, cinema world and, you know, cameras and, roll, you know, right. film cameras. Like, they weren't there, – there wasn't anything like no. that on there. It took time before – like that style of content found its own like transition. And that created a modus operandi for television, what is now known as television production and the type of content that you get with television productions formed because of that. It wasn't like they knew that that existed and then came in and applied it later. And so there should be no reason to think that that should all of a sudden work on digital when yeah. it, or on the internet when it, totally again a different thing that needs to have its own time it's only been video content creation on the internet has really only been around since 2005 yeah exactly. legitimately i mean the only similarities only 15 years crazy. yeah i mean the only similarities are that like it's a, a moving image with four right angles <laughs> right you know, it's like, in the frame yeah, yeah. <laughs> and audio yeah. And, and some audio yeah, yeah those are the similarities but so we're totally just trying to i just want to keep like finding out what that what our version of that is like what yeah. our modus operandi is for how we should do things to create and tell stories and i feel like we've been doing that and i feel like we should continue to do that 
I watched the vlog. I saw. I don't know what you guys were doing on the channel, but I saw some of the old Patreon blooper reels from like yeah three or four years ago, and I watched those last night. Man, those are so yeah, they're funny. Those are so ridiculous, and it's just like another thing I look, we could do for the website. Yes, <laughs> yeah. but I look at what we were doing three years ago, and I'm like, wow, we would never do this shit now. You know, yeah, it's just changed, man. In a good and a, yeah, yeah, in a we, good we way. We focused the crew channel a good sure. and a bittersweet way, but question though like do you think that with the website it would like say you guys wanted to make lifeline would you again yeah okay would you have like the resources with this website that say like like how many how many people members do you think it would take to get us to the point where we can create like long-form narrative content or short-form narrative content oh, i don't i don't have the number I, i've done rough math on this and this is and trust me this is rough math um <laughs> yeah. But basically, um, it, it it allows us to continue to produce like YouTube like shows with a little bit more behind them, up to like the fifteen thousand sort of member range, and then after like fifteen thousand members, it starts to become like yeah. real money that you can put into shows that have this higher cost. It's crazy, mm-hmm. like um, even competing with quality of you know Netflix maybe or whatever. Not competing, there. just like well at the making. Yeah, yeah, you know. I mean, yeah, man, that's really cool. Going to so, be so much freedom. Yeah, so it's a. I, I don't expect fifteen thousand people to just sign up for this site. Like, have realistic <laughs> expectations. If All fifteen thousand people did, I would be overjoyed. Um, but in time. As we prove the format, as we prove the shows that are on there, I hope that more and more people will see the value of it. Just like more and more people have seen the value of what we've done on Crew and what we've done on Corridor mm-hmm. and what we've done on all this, all the videos that we've made. I'm here. I remember when Corridor Digital YouTube had 700,000 subs. I, heck, I remember when it was at like 400,000. Yeah. I think I subscribed at like 19K. After you guys put out that that first video, early days, wow, and it was like modern warfare, yeah, and then I was like, well, that was oh, on who fr- are these dudes? Was, That's yeah. cool. Was, we cool. put it on Freddie's channel when that was at like sub twenty k, yeah, yeah. But there was like a link to your channel. Like, yeah, we, we didn't. I didn't think the channel. No, the channel the existed BTS. for the behind the scenes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how I found it. I think. Yeah, wow. craziness. What else we got? Any questions? Patrons. Any questions from the patrons? Oh, here we go. Do you have a question about the corridor app? Oh, we were just talking about this question. Will there be a future setting for video notifications? Yes. Yes. Te- technically, it is in place. Um, Do I just need to click that box that says pub- publish on both? Uh, yes. And yeah, you can like both. type in the fields and click the buttons and then hit go and then send both. Okay. And then it'll send to iOS and Android. So I can start doing that. Yeah. So again, it's just another one of those like. This is a new format for everybody here, and we're hopefully going to slowly learn how the platform works and and just get videos coming out more smoothly and and sending out notifications as well. I mean, in theory, we can get it so that when it publishes, it automatically sends one out. Yeah, well, that's why we're beta. That's why it's in beta right now, because this is the... But yeah, I, okay, I can start doing that now then. Yeah, and but then we, maybe we definitely can auto feature keep suggesting things. A lot of people do suggest the same features and things, and um, it's it, it goes into a you know a, a long list of improvements, and we prioritize it. So, um, and I, I try to reply to everybody that emails in. So, um, we are listening. Well, we got a couple questions here. Yeah. 
will there be a lag versus the YouTube uploads? Like, will videos be uploaded after YouTube uploads? You yeah, mean lag, the, the like a lag in like, uh, like publish time? Yeah, no, yeah, yeah we addressed that. But uh, yeah, that's just because of growing pains right now of yeah. getting the system figured out. Ideally, you were saying we want there to be a lag in the YouTube content versus so, the website, right? We want to upload that after. Yeah, so the the video today that came out on Crew mm -hmm. came out 15 minutes after YouTube, but that was because the publisher didn't auto-publish, and so I double-checked it, and they auto I manually did it. But in the, like, every other one that we've done this week has been uh, published prior to. Last week... Um, not so much, but <laughs> yeah. Now they're going to be coming out basically two hours before is the short yeah. is the short answer. Yeah. Two hours before on the website. Because awesome. yeah. correct me if I'm wrong, but actually a lot of the videos you you literally get the render finished, produce the files, and then it goes yeah. straight up. Yeah. So yeah, you know there can't be a two or three day gap. No. Otherwise, <laughs> we're not I mean, that ahead. Yeah, <laughs> unless unless you just stopped. For like three days. I'm like, right, we're going to backlog everything. It's worked a little bit. We did that for Christmas over the break. We hit up some of these right. questions here yeah. on screen. Uh, we have a couple will of we use the website to show some of the individual projects, like Sam's music or anything? Uh, maybe, maybe not. Sometimes those individual projects are kind of done as little personal things. Like my, the albums I'm releasing are are kind of in that in that vein right now, where I'm just doing that in my personal time. So probably not on the site, but you know, they're also on Spotify, which is ideal for music yeah. listening so everyone can listen to that um uh, tyler 404 your question is kind of similar to the one sam just answered about like kind of doing a little deep dives into people's specialties yeah, like, yeah i think i mean yeah. i think that's everyone can share very different elements to this you know uh clint nick christian jake well, every you know so well yeah we 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 are thinking about trying to start the kind of the you know skilled not Skillshare, what were we calling it? Skill swap? Skill, Skill studies, studies yes. so to speak. We're trying to, we're going to start with them a little more focused on a little more of our day-to-day. -day. Uh, so what we're doing in the studio, yeah. a little more functional. And once we kind of get over that, we'll kind of dive into uh, more varied topics. Um, I know Clint or Jan want to do a, a yoga personal oh, yes. improvement one because they're really and into Cliff, that cliff's an instructor also Cl cliff's an instructor yeah, we have yeah. two yoga instructors in the studio yeah so uh, a non -sequitur. yeah um are all the live streams going to be like this from now on or is a pod just podcast no. format i don't know maybe yeah. maybe not sometimes sometimes not sometimes it's good to get the whole studio in there and just set up yeah, the camera i definitely don't want to lose doing doing patreon only just exclusive everyone in the studio the sort of vibe that we have on the previous ones, but at the same time, yeah. well, if the the live stream is only once a month, so yeah, um, yeah, the yeah, podcast we'll, is a little bit more regular. We'll work on it. Also, I think we have some technical issues to still sort out, as you're highly aware of. But yeah. uh, but yeah, yeah. Are y'all working on tactical? tactical yeah, there's tactical three loads. There's tactical four loads and tactical <laughs> five loads. Yeah, that we have we, we have scripts for basically all of them. Well, right the now. best part are the titles. <laughs> well, tactical. Tactical. There's there's tactical three loads, mm -hmm. and then there's tactical reloads where all the A's are four. Oh, nice. And then there's tactical reloads where the S is a five. <laughs> After that, we haven't figured it out. Tactical three loads is about. Um, uh, we're filming Freddy, it. We're Freddy, filming it in we're, two weeks. 
filming it in two weeks with Matt Best. Yep. And it's basically Nico and Freddie are these showboating reloaders when uh, <laughs> a super tactical Keanu Reeves fan joins the club and <laughs> reloads in under a second. And they are just super ticked off that this guy has no style and he's all substance. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, Tactical Four Loads is about Freddie and Nico meeting their uh, their, their, their sensei, their hero, yeah. <laughs> uh, who is like the guy who got them into reloading in the first place yeah. at a convention. And in a moment of need, they have to save and impress them, impress their sensei with their reloading to, wow. to, uh, to win a one-on-one dinner date with him. <laughs> oh and tac- Tactical Five Loads is about Nico and Freddie uh, facing off against D from the very first episode once again. <laughs> And he's gotten so good at reloading that they decide the only way to defeat him is to take a time machine back to the past and kill him as a child. (laughs) But in doing so, Nico accidentally reloads in front of Freddy's young mother, who hasn't had Freddy yet, and wins her heart. So Freddy must teach his past father to reload and be a gunslinger and and, and win his mom's heart so that way Freddy can be born. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, um, yeah, that, that's a really, really fun series, and it's super fun to write because no matter what you do, it's always new because it's reloading. It's <laughs> just reloading like it, it's reloading yeah, itself. Yeah. Oh, Can you reload time? Can you? Yeah. Guys, Here's a weird question. What's your favorite bridge? Yeah, that's... Uh, Everyone's got a bridge they once went over. Golden Gate um, Bridge, man. San Golden Francisco Gate Bridge. Boy. San Francisco, Born and yeah. Man. I mean, do I just say London Bridge? I mean, it's like, I mean is that your favorite bridge? So is it really your favorite bridge? Or have you gone over a better bridge? Okay, I mean, I feel like a, English, a, your English heritage requires you to say London Bridge. I mean, I, I liked San Francisco Bridge. I, I was up I was up at Berkeley, and, and there's knows. just this... Golden Gate Bridge? Yeah, Golden yeah. Gate Bridge, and you just got this beautiful view of the bridge, and it's just it's a stunning. Bridge. Jake? Well, there's Pont Neuf in, in Paris. Down on that bridge, the lift bridge. Oh, those fancy bridges. And then there's the Stillwater Lift Bridge. <laughs> Stillwater Lift Bridge. And then there's the Stone Bridge. Ooh, the Stone Arch Bridge. Bridge, the oldest, oldest bridge. Stone Whoa. Bridge in Minnesota. Yeah, which is where we filmed uh, Assassin's Creed Three: oh, Rebel Blades. Those are some of my favorite cool. bridges. Well, yeah. I have one very special bridge. There's a uh, in the Japanese Tea Garden in uh, oh, the Golden Gate Park. I've been on that very bridge. There's a really steep. Any little arch bridge that has like little handholds. <laughs> yeah. It's so steep. Oh, and this isn't a bridge for, for reason, beginners. It's, it's, this is an advanced, this is an expert level bridge. Uh, you should go there and check it out. Don't bring this your tea on a, that bridge. This is like a. I feel like this is a good vlog. Like you go what, around. Does, what's your favorite bridge? Yeah, like you go around and ask people what their favorite bridge is. Fun bridge fact about the Golden Gate Bridge. <laughs> this is what I mean. Oh. It has never been fully painted because, well. They're always repainting it. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. never can stop repainting that bridge because the salt just keeps eating the paint away. Right. So yeah. there's just always some guy who's like, "Oh man, I can't wait to finish." Fuck, I gotta get back to the other <laughs> side <laughs> of the bridge and start and, over and again. It, like goes through generations. Yeah, it's like my father's father has been painting this bridge. And also, apparently, the color that they painted the Golden Gate Bridge is like unique to the bridge. Like, mm. there's no other shade of orange. Like a, or at rust. least at the time, like they chose it. They like concocted it now you can just do a hex analysis and dude right yeah yeah just make i wonder if their color. paint was was made in the paint powder factory right next door in this building actually well um if our fans have video content would we be able to hire us to work on it and perhaps feature that work on the well, content 
submission only. <laughs> so if uh, shoot it over to our uh, contact email right now, contact at Ford or digital.com. Uh, yeah, shoot it yeah. To and we will uh, analyze it. So, we are looking for very specific projects to potentially give a little bit of a uh, a makeover, ads. so to speak. Pimp, we'll pimp them up a little bit. My Do you movie. want to pitch the series? Yeah, I mean, we... So we saw this, I think Kenyan YouTube channel went viral. Um, Kenyan or was it? Oh, this has been happening, oh, for, years. Yeah, this yeah. Has been happening or, for years, like, yeah. though, by the way. They're making badass movies over there, but yeah. their effects are a little bit lacking compared to, like, you know, <laughs> but it's, our it's YouTube the, standards. It's the thing of, like, just, it's raw energy. Of course. Mm. Like, like it, the movies are just pure yeah, energy, and it's just relate. ape shit. And it's amazing. But we're like, man, that would be awesome if we could, like, just get in there and, like, do some shots for one of their movies and just, like, take it to completion. But we also were thinking, we get emails all the time from, you know, fans, from random people who see our videos and are like, I want to hire you. Can you do, you know, VFX for me? I have, like, this film, yeah. and I don't know how to do this shot. Can you do it? And we can't because we get so many of them. And so we're going to create schedule. an email called editmyvfx yes. at corridordigital.com. It doesn't exist yet. I think it, it does, actually. I, yeah, yeah, nice. it does. And then um, we're going to ask people to submit their videos. With the caveat that we can, we will spend one day, just one day, doing wow. whatever we possibly can and want and want to that video. The, the changes will <laughs> may be creative changes, but they have to be permanent. Yes, so it's going to be a show <laughs> called "Pimp My Pimp My Video." Yes, and the idea is we do it regularly, and eventually, if it's got enough people that enjoy it, we bring in exhibit. Wow. These are some big promises, Jake. First the website, yeah. then exhibit. We already met Snoop. Snoop <laughs> knows true. exhibit. If That's the true. video if the show does well. We're we're like two degrees above exhibit right now, by <laughs> yeah. the way. We have to work our way back. Wow. <laughs> he has to pitch to us. No? <laughs> I'm just saying as far we because we, we, the Snoop thing. I'm say not, this. He's gonna hear it one day. I'm talking, he's dude. gonna be like, yo, fuck that. Jake is he, he could already be a crouton. He's yeah, a crouton. He's, he's a dang crouton. Yeah, so I'm super excited for that series. Do you mean because... Tower Bridge? Not oh my London god, Bridge. medieval reloads! Oh man, that's hilarious. They're reloading a freaking yeah. I want man these. Of I know that's what I was thinking. They go they go further back in time and they have bows and arrows. <laughs> they have bows and arrows and a they have to impress a princess. Robin Hood. <laughs> I mean, I don't know Nottingham how you reload Forest. it. I mean, for whatever. Yeah, Is right. Nottingham Forest a real place? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, they don't just make yeah. stuff up in movies and stuff. Have you been there? Uh is the Alamo real? Didn't they chop it down? Yeah, yeah. It's a version, right? No. Yeah, it's, a, it's like probably the only tourist destination in Nottingham. From, assume. Yeah. <laughs> um, I wonder if we let's, can... let's get some hard-hitting questions here. Guys, we want the hard-hitting questions. What's your favorite VR game? I don't Whoa. know. Are there any other I think channels that, Walking that you guys Dead would game want is the best one I've played so far? Collab what, no, with Bumworks? Mark Rober. I mean, Bumworks is Bumworks cool, too, but trying to do a The Mark Walking Rober Dead is like... It kind of does the Boneworks thing, but a little bit smoother. Oh. Oh. They're going to be some ears like, burning. The, the, the climbing mechanics and some of the grip mechanics in Boneworks are like are definitely cooler, but The Walking Dead has slightly less features, but the polish on it is it's it's pretty good. Honest reviews. The thing about Boneworks that I love is that you don't feel stuck to anything. You don't feel stuck to the ground. Yes. You, know, you don't like feel like you're being led through a path. So I got a little bit more of that. I haven't, yeah, I haven't you won. are Brett. I you haven't. just get to be the sun. <laughs> yeah. I, don't know. I, I haven't played as much VR as I should lately, but that's just my initial 
expressions. I feel like you guys need to collab and get a like tactical reloads mini game within Boneworks. Oh my gosh, that'd be so cool. I've yeah. seen D do some cool stuff in it, so I feel like there's a, there's a good a potential specific there. Specific reload level, <laughs> reloading level. See here. Just requires lots of slow motion. What equipment do you use for your live streaming setup? Uh, uh, we've got the uh, Sure uh, <laughs> S- the microphone. SM7Bs. These are best in the business right here. Testing. Um, any sort of. Um, got these metal poles yeah, that pole. have screws on. Goes right in between your legs. Got these cables. Uh, what are these? Uh, on these, uh, are, these are USB cables. We're, we're not, let's not talk about this because it's kind of janky. <laughs> premium logger. No, I mean you can kind of. The thing is, you can kind of use anything you want. But the main thing is, you need to have a good interface with your computer and good microphone. Man, I'm getting all, all these questions about my music. This is this is well, you posted on IG about it. I'm passing it all. Yeah, well, I, it's coming out in a few months. We'll see. Casey Casey's mixing and mastering it all Ooh, right boy. now, and it sounds like so thick and heavy, and it's like wow, that is one talented man, it's like a butter churn. Yeah, no, he because like it's metal. It's like metal genre, so so that usually those mixes are kind of flat because there's a lot going on super fast. So they mix them flat to like make make it able to make you able to hear everything but casey kind of has that more cinematic soundtrack style of mixing things so uh yeah. he's, he's got it's just like this got that thick s- wave form of ep- ep- <laughs> epic but but you yeah. can still hear everything so uh it's really cool he's very talented um what's the best advice you've ever received got one all right my high school track coach Okay, Mr. Scott Christensen, man who, the man who had three three pupils run the mile in under four minutes, uh, said everybody wants to go. He used to go, you guys. I hear all you guys out there on your training runs, and you're always complaining about how oh running hurts. Oh, I don't want to do it anymore. Well, guess what? I got news for you. Everybody wants to go to heaven, but no one wants to die. And that's honestly the best advice I've ever heard in my life because it's true for everything. Everybody wants success. Everybody wants blah, blah, blah. Everybody wants da, 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 da. But they don't want to have to do the painstaking work that's required to do it, myself included. I'm just as much of a jackass as everyone else. But yeah. like, I think about that sometimes when I'm being a little bitch about stuff. And I'm like, yeah, but sometimes. You know what? I've just got to do it. You know, I, I think that's fantastic advice. But, you know, the counterpoint to that advice is, you know, maybe sometimes your your doubt in the afterlife will maybe, you know, uh, uh, help you have a better time on Earth. You don't have doubt in the afterlife? Son. I'm just saying, I, I think mean, you need a balance. Every once in a while, you, regret every once in a while you have to go, it's okay, I'm going to heaven. And then every once in a while, you have to go like, I'm I need some me hell. time. I'm go- yeah, we're, I'm going to hell. That's what, no, that's what you have to you say. Yeah. Sometimes Sorry, actually, that's heaven, much clearer. Sometimes. You know what? We're going to hell today. <laughs> I'm eating this pizza. <laughs> All right, I'm not showering. All right, a healthy dose of hell. <laughs> <laughs> that that question really went off the rails. Anybody else? Any other good oh, man, advice? I'm trying to think of the best advice. Like, I wouldn't, wouldn't say it was advice, but um, it's you know, I'd rather work an eighty. Well, I'd I'd work a, an eighty-hour oh, work yeah. week avoid working a 40-hour work week and that just goes back into like like if you can work twice as hard for something that you're you're passionate about it beats the hell out of working for you know somebody else doing something you don't enjoy it's yeah. like it's like follow your passion i mean i'm pretty sure this is how corridor digital has done so well is that you 
know, it's about passion projects. If you're not passionate, why are you doing it? Yeah, entrepreneurs will work 80 hours a week to avoid working 40. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's like, and it's not even like, if you're even, it's not even about doing it for yourself. It's like, it, even if it's just something that you enjoy being good at, so to speak, or something that you're really interested in, it's like, I've noticed that too with, you know, occasionally we do these projects for other people, like, you know, the Black Rifle guys and these, the commercial we did with them. It's like, yeah. And even though that's not even going on our channel, it's still like I'm still we're still doing the we're stuff that we really that. enjoy, yeah. and you're like, you know, you're willing to give it well, two, three hundred percent because it's something. Even even if it's not the specific project you're passionate about, it's just it's the craft. Yeah. Hey guys, Ren just joined us. Yes, to Hello, you probably came. Ren was no. busy. Uh, uh, here, share the microphone. The here, undo that little talk. Yeah, there you go. Podcast and oh, the streamers mic. are on the the lap mics. A little, yeah, they can hear them Okay. Yeah, we're using that OBS today, and uh, OBS. our audio input is not giving us. Yeah, we're, all this the, channels, the first live but, podcast know, we've ever done. We're getting so. audio yeah. Oh, hey, yeah. Look at this. Yeah, I'm a little loopy because I've just gotten head. Lead. Bro, you really have to Dude, stop sick, doing that, man. man. Lead poisoning. <laughs> that's <them>. awesome, bro. <laughs> that's really. <laughs> it's the that's the extreme mm. vape stuff that they keep complaining about. <laughs> I think I've isolated my problem with this light condition. Oh gosh, it's it. a coding issue. Okay, a coding. Um, and issue. I haven't figured. Out. I'm still talking with Joshua Bardwell. Um, yeah, but good news is that I didn't actually ever burn out the voltage. Really. Yeah. Yes. Two questions that the it audience just has asked us. The patrons have asked us Yo. all to answer. First question: What's a channel you want to collaborate? with? I thought it was going to be what's your favorite bridge? Dude, <laughs> yeah, that's, okay. that's the second, second question. question. I mean, I've collabed with the Slumo <laughs> but you guys do like it twice again. now. But, second uh, question: What's your favorite bridge? <laughs> okay. Okay, there it is. Third question: What's the <laughs> best advice you've ever bridge. received? Third question: What's the best advice you've ever received? Bridge too far. Oh God. Um. Bridge over the river course. Never give up. <laughs> Never surrender. I think so. <laughs> My man. <laughs> also, uh, it is what it is. <laughs> so well, that's not good advice. <laughs> that's cop out advice. It is what it is. Yeah, but it's two sides of the same coin. It's opposite advice to each other. It's important to keep both in mind. I've, I've forbade myself from using the phrase "it is what it is," even though I I do understand why that it's a good phrase to use. <laughs> I don't know about advice though. I'm a fan of the whole uh, forgive but don't forget thing, you know, like be be yeah. kind and like understanding. But, you know, just put if someone does you wrong, put it in your well, pocket Christian, can you go so you yeah. don't make that mistake Man, again. I'm all about uh, forgetting but not forgiving. Oh, so yeah, I, just walk I around love and that. Like, oh, there it is. You know, yeah. There's a like real anger in my heart with no idea why. Um, <laughs> I need to remember the name of it, but there's a really fan fascinating um, uh, like I guess it's a philosophical thing about. What is it? It, 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 it? it can't even describe it. It's it's so cool, but uh, it comes down to the idea of like, all right, do you do you forgive someone, or do you hold a grudge, or do you hold like, how, do you retaliate, you know, or or if someone wrongs you, and um, it's been a lot of like kind of like that you can actually take that and put it down into basically an an equation or an algorithm of like how do you respond or how do you act in life, and you can actually like algorithmically figure out, um what the best way to handle day-to-day -day interactions is because if you wow. live your life always retaliating against people who who wrong you and never forgiving then basically 
what you end up doing is you put yourself in lose-lose situations. I think it was a thing that came out of the nuclear war of like, all right, how do we respond if we get nuked? Do we instantly start nuking? Or if we're attacked, do we instantly retaliate? Yeah. And um, they basically ran this through like a like a war games processor of yeah. like, all right, how do we how do you function in like a society mm. where there's potentially hostile people? Yeah. And um, basically, it, what it boiled down to is um, you get mutually assured destruction and pretty much like. Or or, or you get overpowered in basically every scenario except for one, which is uh, the one where you you actually you basically randomly forgive. It's all about being able to like you know defend yourself, but also those moments where you are willing to just simply like let something bad happen to you, so to speak, and not not go after the source of that conflict. That's probably what it looks like to a computer is randomization. Yeah. But to humans, it's like obviously very emotional. It's, it's very emotional yeah. and everything like that. But like, you know, adding that random element of forgiveness into those interactions on like a, like a regular basis is what kind of, it, it's what resets the interactions. My buddy used to... Because if you left, it's, it's yeah, just yeah. To, like to, to go to the extremes, like the, in those, in, in the computations, they basically have the two extremes. They have like the, always retaliate one and then there's like the jesus one which is mm-hmm. never retaliate the jesus one obviously gets yeah. murdered yeah at the end of the day no matter what yeah. like and so if you go in your day-to-day life doing that whole oh always be forgiving always be like it's like you will be penniless or dead you know <laughs> right. and then the always retaliate one is basically you'll be the penniless same or thing dead. the yeah. same thing it's yeah. the same exact <laughs> setup because it's either people walk all over you or you cause so much of a fight that everyone attacks you. Right. And so it's that it's that weird balance of, uh, of but specifically it's the random forgiveness element that, uh, like makes it succeed. That's interesting. Yeah, You're that's game like, theory. It's, it's, my, it's it's a game theory. There's my, a, there's actually a really cool uh, website. I should find the link for it that actually allows you to basically run all the simulations basically of this, and they just straight up it's like all right, we have 300 actors. In this simulation, you can choose a role here of like how do you, how do you want to respond to situations, and you get to see basically how that works over multiple iterations. So my friend got a PhD uh, in uh, uh, in game theory. No, and then he got a graduate <laughs> degree. He studied mathematics, um, and then he got a graduate degree, and then he got a PhD in, in game theory. And now he works. I oh, can't say who he works for, but he works for a major accounting firm. That does this for uh, corporations and government. Wow! Where they take they they they're like, hey, um, we're thinking about doing this with these assets, and then he runs uh, basically a game theory um, analysis of it, where he's like, okay, well, if you do that with these assets, this company or government <clears throat> has these and these assets, and they'll be likely to do this, and then like here are your scenarios, and then he, he plays those out Crazy. basically for people. That is. What a career! Yeah, it's That'd be so fun. Just, shit. Yeah, it's crazy. Gamify things. That's cool. Well, hopefully we can find that and put it in the description yeah, of this it. video. I found it right here. It's called the evolution cool. of trust. Okay. And oh, right. uh, it's really cool. It's you can go to ncase.me. N c a s e. dot m e. Yeah. And uh, then basically pull it up, and you get to try it out right there whether you want to cheat or cooperate is like your first option (laughs) and it starts it basically runs you through all these uh simulations of basically yeah decision making it's really cool (gasps) wow that was an intense first ever patreon live stream podcast yeah really fun i feel like 
special. Well, I, I feel. <laughs> I mean, I feel special having these patrons. Yeah, that's how I feel. You're asking me for what? Oh man, uh, maybe. Maybe. Oh, man. Hey, oh, do you support any charities? Hey, did you get the email from the Gear Squad dudes? Oh yeah. Wait, the robotics yeah. people. Yeah. yeah. We no. should. We should. We definitely should. We should do that. Cool. They'll put our logo on their robot. Heck yeah. It's like a uh, what, what is it in the UK? It's a mid-level robotics team yeah, or something. Robotics competition. Yeah, for yeah. school school kids. I was I was in a robotics club in high school. It was, it was great. And look at you now. You're building robots on drones <laughs> to shoot Nerf darts, robots which is a video drones. that's coming out. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully it comes yeah. out. I'm, so. I'm I'm just glad that I I haven't destroyed anything. Everything works independently, but now I don't have a pin that I can reprogram to put out five volts without my. DJI Air Unit not working. This is super esoteric stuff that 99% of you won't get, so I apologize. But uh, Dude, I know how, I know, hate I'm going to continue happens. working all weekend on this thing again. All right, guys. Well, thank you for joining. You guys, um, please continue to let us know about the website. Um, and uh, thank you, $3 tier people, for now joining us in the live stream. Welcome to... One of the best things we've been doing with our patrons, which is just hanging out with you guys every month. And welcome to doing it in a new way where we're going to be doing it occasionally, maybe more, maybe less as a podcast. Um, and uh, if you're interested in that, if you're listening to this podcast and you're interested in that website, you can either sign up through the $5 tier on Patreon or you can just sign up directly through the website Please help us beta test it if you guys are croutons, trutons, and you want to see where this whole crazy experiment goes. Definitely let us know. Consider the website. And, of course, um, make sure you call your mom on Mother's Day and pay your taxes and do your homework. Yeah, but make sure you write everything off. Yeah, well, I'll keep, yeah, keep the receipts. Not yeah. too much, though. Yeah, not too much. Just a little bit. Just a little Just bit extra. Yeah, Just enough. Oh, you want to answer one more? Well, one one question was like, we should do a uh, a one wheel VFX video. Like, dude, we've already done two. All right, okay. signing off. <laughs> <laughs> signing off. And <End> peace, <laughs> peace. We've already done two. I already did two. I already done did two. Where did we win? Yeah, yeah, it was Gizmo Duck and Gizmo Duck. Uh, Real Mario Galaxy. There's a moment where. Uh,